Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Life Girl podcast, or welcome if you are new. My name is Bianca, and I am your host, and y'all, it is Sunday. It is the Lord's Day. I hope y'all got to church today, and if not, there's always going to be a next Sunday, or you can watch online. I know everyone has their own situation going on in church, but today's sermon was so good. It was exactly what I needed, and the Lord has a tricky way of doing this. I am always stressing over something that's going on in my life, and my heart, and then it's exactly what my pastor is talking about the next Sunday, which is absolutely crazy, but it was so good. I went with my best friend and her little sister. We all cried. It was just that kind of Sunday. And I hate that I spent so long not going to church. For background, I got saved when I was about 14. And at the time, I was just so busy with school, with sports, with so many things that I really neglected my faith in the community area. And I didn't really have friends that were calling me higher and into my purpose that the Lord had for me. So now to be in that area where I'm having a good community call me higher and to convict me and hold me accountable when I need it is so crazy and so good but I just get so sad over how much time I spent away from church but I'm so glad to be with the kingdom of God every single Sunday and every other day that I can be. I always say this, I think I'll never be caught not saying this, is that there's nothing God can't redeem because I'm a living testimony of something that, I mean, I was a failed Area 51 project and Jesus just completely made me new and restored me and by God's grace, I'm like healed. I shouldn't be here, but I think that's just the importance of God's power and who he really is, but y'all, nothing God can't redeem, so if you have a situation that doesn't look too hopeful, that doesn't look like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, the Lord I swear y'all can redeem anything. So just remember that as you head into the new week and the rest of your day. So this week we are talking all things social media, online trolls, and the BTS of being a Christian influencer. Um, just because I think this is something I have lived through in the last like three or four months as my social media has grown. Thank you, the Lord. Um, it's been difficult and it's been fun. It's been gracious. It's been stressful. It's been all the things and I'm so thankful and excited to see what God is going to do with that and how he feeds his kingdom. But it's taken a lot out of me. And as a kingdom woman, we can't let the little things stress us. So I wanted to take it to the podcast table today and just talk about all the things that are on my mind and everything that I've seen behind the scenes of being a Christian influencer, because it's not just refreshing your analytics and checking your insights and uploading reels. It's a lot more. I don't care what anyone says. It is hard work. Um, it's definitely easier than some jobs, but it doesn't mean that it's not hard. It doesn't mean that there are not moments where you feel defeated and you feel like you're not doing the best job ever because someone who has a deep case of imposter syndrome, I can tell you there are days that I just feel not on fire. So I want to talk about that and I just want to have a cute little girl talk about that because it's something really near and dear to my heart and I love you guys. You guys have been so amazing um, and just a great community to be around and we're sisters so you know we're honest so let's get into it. I first want to bring up my recent growth on social media. So just as a big background, I started this podcast back in, I think, the late 2021 months, maybe like December. Um, so I've been doing this for about two years, and it's been amazing. And there are still times that I get tripped up over. Um, there are still times that I'm just not the best person when it comes to tech and sound and all the good things. But I think for the most part, I am pretty aware and I'm pretty knowledgeable um, of all 
all the things that go on behind the scenes. But when I started this podcast, y'all know if you've been here since day one, it has not always been called The Real Life Girl, and I've touched on this before, but I kind of impulsively named it as Cute Girl Podcast, and as it grew, as my mission grew, and just my style as well, I was like, this is not really me. So I really went to the Lord with this, and he placed The Real Life Girl um, as a ministry name on my mind, and I love the message behind this. I am a real life girl who has real struggles and who needs Jesus as her savior. And don't we all, like we all need Jesus, no matter how perfect we are, how on point we think we are. I'm a hot mess. And I love that I can bring that to the feet of Jesus. Um, So as the, you know, growth has come in, it's been such a blessing and I love it. There are people that I've never dreamed, you know, of connecting with until I was in that area. And I was like, wow, okay. And I just received it and it was so amazing. But there are some days where I feel like I can't really catch a break. Um, Specifically, these last like two or three weeks, I have received a lot of hateful DMs, which is something I'm not really used to. I'm used to receiving more hate comments, um, especially back on YouTube. It's like people are brutal. It's a different breed of people there. And it's just like people are mean, you know? And instead of being encouraged to speak for my flesh and to return the same energy that they're giving back to me, I've been so encouraged to just be like Jesus. And when people would say it feels so nice to be, it feels so nice to be kind and nice to be like Jesus, I'd be like, nah, that's like some bull because that, no, but truly, truly, truly when the Lord gives you that power and that grace to respond the way that he would respond, first of all, you preserve yourself. Like you don't waste your breath on trolls who hide behind a screen. And second of all, you get to share the gospel with them, even if it's not the last thing they want to hear. Like, yeah, I was always responding to hate comments before, like really pedally and just kind of giving the same energy back. But the Lord convicted me and was like, that is not what I would do. And there are so many times in God's word and in scripture where he's like literally turning his cheek and he's turning the other way and instead responding to them with love and grace. So that was one thing that I'm still sort of working on. But a lot of the time, most of the time, I don't really respond. But when I do, it's something that I try to see the Lord on and I'm like, Holy Spirit, put fire on my tongue and help me type out the words you want me to because I am about to go ham on this person. But God keeps me in check, which I love him. That's why we need him. But most of my comments, I want to say like 80% of them are about my appearance and my weight, which is something I'm so used to hearing. And I honestly don't care. The way that I look at it is like, I don't take it seriously. I live for an audience of one. I'm here to please the Lord and the Lord only. And I am who he says I am. So what anyone has to say about my weight, about my appearance, about what I look like, about who I am, it does not matter at all. Um, And then I want to say 10% of that is also about my appearance. And then the other 10% is about my faith. And a really good example of this was um, a couple weeks back, I had posted Instagram on Instagram Reels, um, this one reel that is talking about like how this world literally relies so much on praying to rocks and tarot cards and yoga and chakra and doing all these new age practices thinking that that is going to do something for them when it's really attracting evil into their life. Um, If that's the first that you're hearing about this, I highly encourage you to do your own research when it comes to new age practices because I also did new age practices. I was doing all these things like sage. I was doing tarot cards. I was doing um, like going to mediums, like not going to mediums, but like watching mediums and just letting all of that into my life. So I highly encourage you to just look behind that 
that and why that is not biblical. Um, but yeah, so I was like doing all these things. And now as a Christian, I'm like, no, like all of that is so evil and of the devil. And it's like, I'm not even trying to sound like a stereotypical Christian being like, you're going to hang out with Satan. But like, I'm being truthful in the sense that none of that is the Lord and none of that is of the Lord and what he desires for your life. So I made this real basically talking about how so many people say that Christianity brainwashed you. Meanwhile, so many people are praying to these rocks and these crystals and thinking that that does something for them. And I want to say like 100% of the comments were like, your religion is fake. Your God is fake. He's not real. Go pray to your sky daddy. And I'm like, all right, like, you know, whatever. And I ended up turning the comments off because I was like, I literally don't even have time to even play games or to do anything. My faith is the number one thing that I do not play around with. I'm not going to sit here and not stand up for righteousness when that is what God has called me to do. And I remember when I wanted to start doing social media and influencing, I have pretty much always done that since like the ripe age of 13. I started with my YouTube channel. And then from there, I just like grew um, to go on different platforms and when I talked to my mom about this about maybe when I was 16 I was like yeah this is really something I want to do I'm really serious about um you know uploading content that reflects the Lord in my faith she's like you know what I'm proud of you and and I love my mom for that she's always very open-minded and supportive of anything I want to do and she's like but I do want to be honest with you this is the kind of job that you kind of pay the price for and I'm like what do you mean she's like you know any job any career comes with a price um but this one has a different one because unfortunately there are so many influencers who suffer um, different consequences based on the kind of content that they upload some influencers are doxxed their information their home address is posted online um, some influencers are dealing with hate and a lot of just controversy and, and controversy and being canceled for things that are like not even like what even is cancel culture I think it's just such a joke but basically influencing is one of the most rewarding jobs, but it's one of the jobs that has such a consequence because there are so many people watching you. There are so many people watching you, um, Christian or not, you know, in your lifestyle and who you are. And I love the community that I have built and I'm so, so thankful for that. But it is really hard because when you're in the spotlight, people hold you in a different um, level of accountability. And that's just the reality of it. Now, I'm not trying to be a Christian influencer that's complaining about a job because I'm very well aware of where I stand. I am a micro-influencer, and although I do hope to grow, I'm very thankful for where I am at and what the Lord is doing with my page just currently. Um, but it is something that I work so hard in, and it's gotten so like overwhelming. Um, I'm just going to be real. like I have spent maybe like two to three hours of my day every single day responding to DMs and comments because I love interacting with my community. And it's something that I, you know, hold very dear to my heart, but I'm getting to the point where I need to hire someone. I need a social media manager because it's like crazy. I, I love y'all so much, but man, so I, I really got to hire a social media manager. So if that is something that you're interested in, if you have experience and are interested in learning more about this position, please feel free to send your resume at our email address, info at therealifegirl.com. That is I-N-F-O at sign T-H-E-R-E-A-L-I-F-E-G-I. 
IRL.com. I almost misspelled that. Um, yeah, feel free to send your resume over. We would love to hear from you because, um, yeah, it's getting to that point. And I'm so excited too, because I really want to expand my team and just do all the things because I wear many hats and I also have a job outside of influencing. So it's, you know, it can be hectic sometimes, but nevertheless, I'm always thankful. And to my girls out there who are looking for a community to join, we have a IG girl group chat for all the Christian girls who really just want that community and want girlfriends to war in the spirit with and to pray with and just to be with all the time. So if you're interested in joining that, we would love to have you. I'm going to have the link to join that group chat down below in the show notes. Um, We're living it up all the time and it's so amazing to encourage each other and to love on each other just like the way God intended. So if you're interested, click that below. We would love to have you. Something I've had to do a lot more of is to war in the spirit. Um, And I've talked about how in the first two years of my faith journey, I wasn't aware of how hard the enemy was attacking me. Like it was crazy. I was going through so much spiritual warfare when it came to like romance and like my dating life. I just dealt with so many guys who were like counterfeit versions of the man that God had for me. And in that I went through so many heartbreaks and a lot of that. Um, And yeah, that was just a big thing in itself. So ever since that time, I've realized the importance of warring in the spirit with scripture, with worship, with praise, with prayer and all the good things. But now I've had to war in the spirit even harder. Like as a kingdom woman, you you really can't let the hate get to you. You can't let the little things get to you. And I've been encouraged to choose my battles and to just be like, all right, which one actually does matter to me? What actually, you know, is something that is of, of, of importance to me that I want to respond to or things like that. Um, And I'm going to talk about kind of a controversy that I've gone through, dare I say scandal, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, it's something that's been happening on um, one of my pages. So I just want to share a little bit about that. Another reel that I made on Instagram, I was talking about how I can't hot girl with you. I'm a kingdom woman. And I thought it was like a really, you know, funny thing. It was not my audio, but I related to it so much. So I made an Instagram reel to that. And in the reel, I was holding a Starbucks cup and, um, I was made aware that Starbucks supports Planned Parenthood, that Starbucks is supporting a lot of causes that are not glorifying to the Lord. Um, And I realize now, like, yes, it does look hypocritical for me to support brands that are going against things that I believe in. I, I strongly take responsibility that's on me because it is hypocritical. And as a Christian, I have to, you know, do my due diligence and to research um, what it is that I can and can't support. I totally get that. But the amount of Christians in these comments were like hiding behind this like face of Christianity and being like, I'm just warning you. But also there was a ton of of, like passive aggressiveness and a lot of like hateful comments. And it made me realize like, it's crazy how judgmental actual Christians are. And there's a difference between informing someone and attacking someone. You can totally you know, pull a brother or a sister aside and be like, hey, you know, I saw you doing this thing. I just want to check in with you. You know, I'm going to hold you accountable to this because this is not what you should be doing. Um, I totally stand by that. I've had moments where my friends have had to call me out, call me out and vice versa. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about calling someone out, bullying them, you know, commenting negative things and then hiding behind God and Christianity and saying, I'm just telling you so you can pray. I'm just telling you so that 
that you can be aware when they're not telling you and they play it off as if they're being genuine and that made me so upset and angry and it's righteous anger and I just had to go to the Lord with peace but I remember one Christian had commented you know what let's not judge because it's for God to judge and shame on us shame on us because we have to be better as a body of Christ because I feel like it's stuff like that. It's the comments. It's the passive aggressiveness that keep people from trying out Jesus and learning about him and going to church and finding out what it means to be a follower of Jesus because we're all so quick to judge other people because you can't tell me that there are not Christians out there who are commenting these things but are also supporting companies who also support ungodly causes. So I just feel like one, it's impossible to boycott every single company because everyone does a bad, you know, it's like a lot of companies are supporting bad causes. I will continue to do my research and to research the brands that um, actually do need my support as a Christian woman and brands that I should stay away from given that what they're supporting is wrong. I'm going to continue researching that and doing those things. But that's another thing is like as an influencer and someone just in the spotlight in general, you really can't do things and learn in front of people because they're always going to be the ones calling you out. And I get it. You can inform someone, but also not attack because you're telling me that, yes, okay, Starbucks is doing these things. And I, I felt really convicted against that anyway. So shortly after that, I just stopped going to Starbucks, period. Um, but you're telling me like, yes, you know, Starbucks is doing all these things. But let me look at what you're spending. You know, you might be going to these stores that are also supporting these companies causes, yet you're calling me out when you have the log in your own eye. That is my issue. So I just feel like, yes, we should call each other out and be held accountable and call each other higher, but also take the log out of your own eye. I'm never going to sit here and say, yes, you should or shouldn't do that thing when I'm also doing an even bigger thing behind closed doors. So that's my big thing. I just feel like if we're going to call each other out and, you know, hold each other accountable, which is what we should already do, let's take the log out of our own eye first before we attempt to take it out of another brother's eye so that's my thing um but yeah it was just really hard for me to go about that but I just had to go to go to the Lord for peace and just pray about that and I'm so thankful that I went through that at the same time because it also taught me I need to be more gracious around other people because there are times I too am calling other people out when I also have a log in my own eye so I just need to be more aware and also do my research, but I'm also so thankful for the community that I have and the people that continue to remain positive, even when it doesn't feel like everything is happy-go-lucky. I think the main thing that I can gather from anything, any kind of hate comment, any negativity that I've received is that you just have to live for Jesus and not the world. Um, even if you're not in the spotlight, there are so many people in your life, in your friend circle, in anything that are going to have a problem with what you do. The way that I look at it is that Jesus was perfect. He lived a perfect life, um, a completely sinless life as well. And people still hated him. People still persecuted him. And that's something that became so prevalent to me right now as I'm going through the book of Matthew. Um, He talks about how many miracles that Jesus pulled while he's walking on earth and how people low-key hated him for it. So many people were banning him from cities, yet he saw the importance of carrying out the gospel. So that's my other thing is don't ever let what people are saying um, affect you and your walk with the Lord because at the end of the day, you're living for the Lord and not these people. Um, And that's been so helpful, you 
you know, because there are so many people that unfortunately walk away from Jesus because God's people um, fail him, which is something that, you know, was kind of said in church is like Christians will fail you, but God doesn't. So I just want to say that out there um, to anyone who's feeling let down, live for Jesus and not the world and watch your faith flourish because it's amazing. One phrase I find myself saying a lot is like, let me piggyback off that. But it's so true because I, I love saying that <laughs> with anything that like my friends or my family are saying. But to piggyback off of that, um, one of the things that I'm kind of like, more thankful for is the community, which I always say that, but on the days that I get tired of people giving me their opinions or the passive aggressive comments, I'm always like, God, I'm like literally exhausted. And then he reminds me about the years that I prayed to make an impact and to lead people as a vessel to his kingdom. Because we all have individual purposes on this earth, right? Some of us are called to work in hospitals and healthcare or in finance, um, in the food service industry, on social media. There are so many callings that a Christian can be called to by God, but we all have one main purpose as well, which is to serve the body of Christ by telling people about the gospel and to be fishers of men. And that's amazing. Um, and with that, it's like, I get so sick sometimes about what people have to say and how people think they can speak into my life when people don't know me. And the same thing, there maybe have been family members that are extended or family members that are immediate that have tried to speak into your life and to tell you who you are, but you and the Lord only know who you are. The Lord is the only person that holds your identity. But on the days that I feel exhausted about that, God reminds me about the years I prayed to make an impact on his kingdom and to be a vessel and to be used by God. Um, I opened up over one year ago about my addiction to pornography and it was so freeing to talk about that because I was free for about a year at the time and I battled that for eight years and the amount of family members that were reaching out to me being like, hey, this is amazing, so inspiring, but I don't think you should talk about this. Um, I was like, yeah, no, you know, I, I'm called to be a vessel and to spread God's word no matter what that looks like and no matter if it's uncomfortable or queasy to be seen because I know what my calling is. So I just want to encourage y'all, whatever your calling is, just walk in that wholeheartedly and just trust that the Lord is going to provide on that. He's always going to meet your needs when it comes to him calling you higher. Um, but yeah, that's also a good reminder that not a lot of people are going to approve of what God has to do in your life. And it doesn't matter. Actually, it doesn't um, because God's calling you to it. They're not. And when God is calling you to something, sometimes it looks funny to people who don't understand it, but it's so freeing to walk into that unashamed and just know that God has you fully. Are we even surprised that I'm talking about singleness right now? Because we are going to talk about it. So last week I was chatting with my best friend over coffee and we were having a really good brunch date. And I remember telling her, you know, I'm really scared of what a guy is going to think of me. She's like, Bianca, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, um, a lot of people say that you can be out there and you can be really bold for the Lord, but I'm really scared that if I am doing those things that a guy is going to look at my page and be like, ew, 
like who does she think she is that's like actually disgusting and judge me and not give me a chance on that and she reminded me of such a good truth when I was bathing in those lies she's like your godliness is what is going to attract a man more to you and she reminded me of Proverbs 18 22 he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord meaning you don't have to worry about a guy not pursuing you or a guy not finding or noticing you because you are meant to be found and the right person is going to pursue you no matter what he hears about you no matter what he sees about you he is not going to let those things stop him from approaching you and to and from coming up to you and just introducing himself and that was such a good reminder and I just want to talk to my single girls for a second and I just want to talk to my single girls for a minute don't you ever think of watering down your love for Jesus to get the guy if you have to go outside of God's will to get a guy to get a relationship to get a job to get an opportunity you won't be able to maintain or to keep it and I've been tempted so many times to not upload a reel to not talk about a certain situation or topic because I'm afraid of what a guy I like is gonna think about that and sister I just gotta say don't you ever worry because number one you live for an audience of one but number two the right man is gonna see you for who you are he's not going to be thrown off by what you're putting out there even if it's you know social media aside even if it's in your own ministry in your own church that you're leading worship for the first time or you're telling your own testimony the right person and even the people meant to be in your life are not going to be thrown off based on what you have to talk about god the way i see it is like when god does a complete 180 in your life how do you not talk about that 25 8 like seriously i was so deep in my own trenches i was like literally held down by so many addictions by so many demons and the lord freed me from that and he didn't have to so yes heck yeah i'm gonna talk about that and i don't care what anyone thinks because i live for an audience of one and not of many you know and just remembering that jesus was not perfect and people still hated him gives me that like breath of relief that i need because sometimes i just feel the need to be perfect and to do what everyone wants me to do but truly truly don't water down your love for anyone not even a friend because the right people will come into your life because of that and that is so amazing like I would rather have a guy laugh in my face and I have about who I am and the righteousness that I stand for than to shrink my faith and the love for the Lord um because for me Jesus was there for me when no one else was so what he does in my life it's like I'm never gonna not talk about that you know I'm a Jesus freak and I love that and that's what brings us sisters together because we're not alone in this we're in this together we're in our struggles together we are in our battles together and we're gonna fight this together because this walk with God is not easy but when we do it as a team y'all we are unstoppable okay um so I love that and I just love that we get to do this all in the good name of the Lord I feel like that was a big word jumble, but thank y'all so much for tuning into this week's episode. I love our girl talks and I love that I can talk to you guys so honestly um, and very vulnerably as well. And I love the sweet messages that I receive from y'all talking about this podcast, talking about just anything that the Lord has put on your heart because that is so freeing and amazing. So thank y'all so much for the sweet messages that you send and just tuning in. Um, I love y'all for that. And for my single girls, there's something exciting coming your way in the next few weeks. 
So if you want to stay on the lookout for that, follow me and the Real Life Girl on Instagram, which is linked in the show notes, because we are super excited to share some exciting news with you really soon. And if you're really pumped about the podcast and you want to squeeze in just a little bit more Jesus into your week, sign up for our free weekly devotional by subscribing to the email list in the show notes. Y'all, the Bible tea gets really good over here. So if you want more Jesus in your week, feel free to sign up for this. And I just love that. So I love y'all so much. God bless. And I will see you sisters in the next episode.